0: Hi everyone, just want to say a massive thank you for choosing to listen to my little show called Spill It. Spill It is filmed live every Wednesday at 7pm via Facebook, YouTube and Twitch. Viewers can interact with the show by leaving comments. For more details of Spill It, head over to the Facebook hub at www.facebook.com forward slash Spilling It. So however you're listening to this, make sure you sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode two of Spill It, a TV show by me, Marcus, your host. uh, And we talk about everything to do with whatever you want to talk about. It's completely your choice, but it's my show. So we choose the topics and we also uh, go through it all. And basically, we want to connect, we want to inspire, we want to teach, and we want to learn. So, welcome to Spill It brand new facebook live talk show by me so as i said before what we want to do is we want to connect we want to inspire we want to teach and we want to learn so what does that mean well we want to connect the world together so we want to connect each other because of you know everything that's been going on we want that time to connect to each other because we've had so long apart we want to inspire so i want people to come on and inspire each other Whether that be with hobbies, whether that be with the work that they do in the community, whether that be charity work or an organization, or even just putting something out there that we want to, you know, relay that information to other people. That's your inspiration. We want to teach. So everybody that I want on this show, I want them to be teaching the world about what they want to do, what they are passionate about. And we want to learn ourselves. I do not claim to know everything in the world. Trust me, I don't but what I do want to do is I want to learn everything as well. So I want guests to come on and I want to learn from them and I want uh, my guests to teach me as well. So come over and learn with me. Today's episode is called This Is Me, where we're going to talk about everything to do with LGBTQ plus community. We're going to talk about pride and we're going to talk about transgender and transgender rights. Uh, We will start with uh, just a few little things from me to begin with, and then we will have uh, my guest joining us at quarter past seven. So make sure, guys, that you have hit that share button. Uh, make sure you give plenty of comments and plenty of thumbs up and love hearts. Uh, we want to get this far and wide. We want the whole world to see. It, so make sure that you drop us on them comments. When you drop a comment, you'll get to see your comment pop up and we'll be able to d- uh, talk about it in a little bit more detail as well. So please, 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 please drop those comments. It's all about that engagement, guys. That's what we're looking for today. So let's begin. Where, where are you? Let's do some comments. So, where are people? Where are you from? Tell me. Where are you listening from? Drop me a comment. Let me know, and then we can openly discuss it. And uh, We have got Max who joins us at seven fifteen PM. Uh, Max is my special guest who will be coming on to talk about his experience going through uh, transgender. So uh, let's have a look. Uh, we've got some comments rolling in. Remember, guys, ask questions in the comment section. Ask away. Or uh, even better, just leave a comment. Whatever it is, just leave that comment and we'll be sure to read it out. So we've got some comments rolling in. Uh, we have got Lisa. Lisa, hi, Marcus. Hi, Lisa. Hope you're okay. We have Gail saying evening. Evening, Gail. Hope you're okay as well. We have Bev ever said hi hi to you bet and we have uh we have terry best of luck with this and can't wait to hear from max Uh, neither can I. I to be fair i'm really 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 looking forward to this it's gonna be a really good show um and so last week's episode we talked about buffy the vampire slayer uh, with my good friend lisa um and the, the the difference with this is that i only i've only just met max i say met we met obviously uh, by social media uh he was the one that got in touch with me and we i i he told me his story and i thought this is something that i need to get on so i need to get uh max's story onto onto this uh, broadcast really so i'm really looking forward to it Uh who else have we got we have louise louise has popped in to say hi hi louise i hope you're okay Keep those comments rolling in, guys. It's super, super important. Uh, As you can see, I can pop them up. We can openly discuss them and we can well, say hi and interact. That's what it's all about. It's all about that engagement. So remember, ask, ask, ask away. So let's move on to our first section. We have positive news. Light will always prevail. That is my new positive uh, news section. That's the name of it. Light will always prevail. I think I think that, or oh, I feel that during these times where it's, you know, there's quite a lot of darkness happening in, in the world. I feel that, you know, we need a bit of positivity, uh, positivity in our lives and a bit of positive news. And that's what I'm hoping to do each week, not just with uh, the positive news section, but just with this in general. I'm just hoping to spread a little positivity, a little bit of joy in everybody's lives as well. So let's start with our positive news. So number one, UK bookshops see sales soar. Great. So what does that mean? Almost 4 million books were sold in the first week back trading in reopened bookshops in England with anti-racism books still topping the charts, with total sales up by 30% on the same week in the UK last year, despite the fact that shops in Wales and Scotland are still closed. So that's great news, right? So people are getting books, they're reading more, especially as well with anti-racism books. Because obviously, we've got, uh, we've had the Black Lives Matter movement a lot recently, uh, you know, everywhere, which is really, really good. It's to show that obviously people are researching and people are uh, wanting to get out there and, and learn more. And it's great news, it's great. Number two, we have... Thirteen. This is this. This is brilliant, and this is so fitting for today's show as well. Thirteen Spanish neighbors crochet a fifty-meter LGBTQ plus flag. I just, it's really really cool. And what I'm going to do is after the broadcast, I'm going to put up the images of this on my Spillit page for ready to come and walk, uh, come and see. Uh, it's an absolutely amazing piece. Um. But Carmen Romero and other residents of a town in Spain spent the early days of lockdown sewing masks to aid coronavirus efforts. But when masks were no longer needed, they moved on to another project. Carmen and 12 neighbours decided to team up and create a huge rainbow crochet project in celebration of Pride Month. The 50-metre rainbow banner covers uh, covers and shades an entire street. I just think that that is... Amazing, in all honesty. Um, I can't put it into words really, to be fair. It's just that that amount of effort is just brilliant. So what's next on our list? Number three: UK barn owls uh, numbers are on the rise. I absolutely love a good barn owl, whether that be because of Harry Potter, I'm not too sure. But uh, the UK barn owl numbers are on the rise. Um, so. UK barn owls are on the rise, and humans are to thank. Well done, humans! For the growing numbers, up to eighty percent of the country's population of the birds now nest in man-made boxes. With twenty thousand, uh, say yeah, with twenty thousand boxes now set up nationwide, there are now an estimated twelve thousand breeding pairs of the birds in the UK, up from four thousand five hundred in nineteen eighty-seven. That's the year that I was born. So yeah, well done, humans! Well done, humans! We're saving, we're saving the world. One species at a time, we're uh, we're obviously focused on those barn owls, and that is amazing news. So good, good. Go, you humans, go. Or us, because I am also a human. (laughs) Next on our list, number four, holiday season is back on. Ooh, this one is positive news, but it depends on what you want to do, and a lot of people may not want to do it. So uh, it's official from the 4th of July which is my birthday, FYI, and it's on Saturday. Uh, It's official, from the 4th of July, we will be allowed to holiday in England with a host of hotels, rentals, and campsites opening up again. But where will you go first? So, uh, with that in mind, please drop me a comment if that is something that you'll be doing at some point this year. Obviously, we're not talking about going outside of the UK uh, to do your uh, holidaying. But if you're going to be in the UK, if you're going to be traveling away for a weekend, a nice long weekend away somewhere, you're going to go down to Wales, to Scotland or whatever. Obviously, when they open because right now they're not. But where will you go? Where would you want to go within the UK? Let me know. And then last but not least on our list of positive news for the week, we have a demand for higher quality cameras on your phone. So, Within lockdown, a lot of people uh, we had we could we were allowed to go out for one uh, for one hour or one one daily exercise. Uh, that's how it all started, and people were going far and wide, uh, near, well nearby their, 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 their within their community, and they've, they've been finding more and more uh, places where they didn't even know existed. And they've been taking a bit more attention to detail. And with that, they've been taking more photos with their phone and the demand for a higher quality camera uh, camera on your phone is the highest it's ever been because of that reason. And because obviously we've been connecting with the world more, we've been connecting with each other and obviously with the world around us naturally you would want a better camera on your phone. Now, I myself, I've got uh, the lovely uh, Huawei P40 Pro, that's what I'm recording with. Uh, So I've got my camera here uh, on my phone and that's the front facing camera guys. It's amazing, Uh, I can actually use this without actually using my webcam, or use it as my webcam, if you will. Uh, And that's because of the quality of the front-facing camera. And for those that know me, you know that I love a good selfie. So I needed that front-facing camera. As for the, uh, obviously, so I've got my front-facing camera here, I've got my laptop here, uh, and this camera is better than my uh, actual uh, webcam that's built onto my computer. So I absolutely 100% need to be using this one. Uh, as for the rear camera, the rear camera is phenomenal. And they actually, the, there's uh, something called AI that's built into it that actually does something called the AI Golden Snap. Which basically, if you are uh, taking a photo of like a window or something where you can normally see a reflection of you, the AI will wipe that off. Uh, so it gets rid of any reflection like that super super cool and also there's something uh, there's a feature within there called golden snap which is uh, essentially essentially means, or it, past well, remove passerby. Sorry. So essentially, what that means is, if you're taking a photo of, say, for instance, I'm taking a photo. I was in Grisdale Forest actually a couple of weeks ago. Super, super cool. Um, so I was in Grisdale Forest a couple of weeks ago, and they've got like these massive statues, uh, made out of the the trees. Um, and I was trying to take a photo of one of them, and somebody was like walking in front of it. Um, with like it was a dog walking, they were walking in front of it. What the phone will do is it will actually erase that person. Crazy. That's the AI tech for you. But, yeah, so the demand for uh, good quality cameras is higher than ever before. And, obviously, so I've got mine, and I am super, super happy with mine. So, see, if you want to see some of my photos, I'll be posting them on my social medias of, obviously, our visit for Grasdale Forest and some of the uh, Safari Zoo walk that we did. Uh, you'll be able to see some of those on my Spill It page later on today. And that it brings us to the end of our news section. So before we bring uh, the lovely Max on to come and talk about his story, we are going to read some more of the comments that have been rolling through. So let's have a look. We have got, uh, I love your spillet teacup logo. Oh, thank you. Oh, i on this side. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. And then Gail. Says, uh, would look amazing on a bag or as a cover of an A5 notebook. Well, have I got news for you? Uh, so, I've been looking at merchandise using the Spillet logo. Now, this will slightly change, not much, but it will slightly change because it does blur out slightly, like around here. Uh, so, the uh, for anybody that does know me, I run a dance exercise class. And the lovely Mike, uh, who uh, his, his page is actually called Who's Mike. Um, his pay, He is the one that designed my dance logo. And he is redesigning this one for me as well. But he will obviously keep the base of it. It's just going to touch it up and just make it a little bit more sharper. But... Uh, I will be getting merchandise like tote bags. I'll be getting notebooks. Uh, I'll be getting other little t-shirts. I'll be also, I'll be also getting little uh, backpacks. I'll be getting absolutely laws, absolutely laws, even if they like down to pencils and pens. So uh, they will go up on a merchandising uh, list and you'll be able to actually purchase them. Super cool. What I'll also be doing as well as part of that is that if you appear as a guest on my show, I was, t- I was telling Max about this, and Max got a little bit excited. Um, if you appear as a guest on my show what i will also be doing for you is creating you a lovely merchandising thank you pack as a as a as a way to say thank you for appearing on my show Uh we have got uh, who else have we got coming in we've got oh here we go look at this there's max max has been tagging friends come and watch thank you very much max who else have we got coming in? So we've been talking about, obviously, the, uh, the holidays opening up in the UK. So we've got Tina. Tina's saying that she would love to go camping. Louise has also said that she would love to go camping for the weekend. She can't wait for it. I can't wait, to be fair, as well. Like, I, I'm not really – I go camping, but festivals? I don't think that's the same thing. But, <laughs> but I, I love I, – I enjoy camping when it's a festival, but I've never been camping as in – actual camping uh the other half wants to get a camper van and do that, do it that way and um, i'm not sure that that's the same thing maybe you can tell me weeks. is it the same thing uh, i'm sure you'll uh, i'm sure you'll let me know in the comments uh well who else have we got we've got terry saying hopefully flying over to northern ireland for a week asap to see friends oh my god yes that's where i want to go i want to go to northern ireland Northern Ireland, yes, I want to go Northern Ireland when this is like, well, when we're allowed to, and I can't wait for that. Uh, Tina, Tina has said, we are going to the lakes end of July camping. Bet you can't wait for that. And um, I love the lakes as well, to be fair. I'm Bev. Bev is a posh camping in my tin tent, a.k.a. my motorhome. There you go. Posh camping. They call it they call it glamping, don't they? So, yeah, it's a bit of glamping for you there, Bev. Right. Well, it's quarter past seven, and I would like to bring on my guest for the evening. So, please, can we all give a massive warm welcome to, and plenty of comments, please, guys, plenty of comments, welcoming Max to the show. Hi Max.
1: Hi. Are you okay? Yeah yeah.
0: Yes I'm very well thank you very much thanks for coming on to the show. you uh, So Max today we are going to be talking about everything to do with uh, LGBTQ, we're going to be talking about pride, we're going to be talking about transgender and transgender rights as well. Um, obviously you've got experience in this and, with, and the story that you have told uh, me is, is obviously the, the the main reason why i wanted to get, get you on this uh, on this show and um, so it gives you a, a larger platform to tell your story and to well to, to go from there really so um for everybody i know obviously you have uh, already told a lot of people to come in and, and watch the show uh, can you uh, for those people who don't know you who don't know anything about you whatsoever uh, can you tell them a little bit or as much as you want about yourself
1: Um, So, I'm Max, as the name suggests, Um, 23-year-old, loves walks on the beach, um, has a pet pug. Um, I am a transgender man. So, what that essentially means is that when I was born, the doctors kind of looked at me and went, it's a girl. And then years down the line, I was like, not really. (laughs) And so that's me i've been out as transgender for around three years now and kind of was the best decision i've it wasn't wasn't even a decision really it was kind of the best thing i've ever done yeah
0: Um, Uh, we've got lisa saying hi we've got gail that says hi max Max. uh molly uh, has said hey max and we have Julie as well. Julie Dobson says, hi, Max as well. Um, so obviously he was uh, talking about obviously the for anybody that's at home and obviously just just been listening to your story now um who they might not understand, and obviously we're here to to, to teach and we're, to, and we're here to learn as well um what does for anybody at home that doesn't understand what does transgender mean?
1: So someone who is transgender, essentially it means that they identify as a gender that wasn't the gender they kind of assigned at birth, so essentially the gender that isn't on your birth certificate, essentially. So whether that be someone like myself who identifies as male rather than it says female on my birth certificate, people can identify as a trans woman. You have people that are non-binary, so they're people who kind of Flow in between, kind of male and female, the kind of neither nor, they kind of, the kind of. I like to say that they flow in between, like the gender wibbly stuff.
0: Okay, and obviously, with your journey, um, would you be able to tell uh, if you are, you know, wanting to? Would you be able to tell uh, the, the guys watching at home or listening at home just your journey and your experience of, um discovering this yourself and going through it and where you are now so let's hear it all from start to finish essentially
1: okay so I was probably about 14 ish I'm 23 now so this would have been like nine years ago when I realized something was different about me but I couldn't really put my finger on it thank you um and then I kind of didn't really have the words for it so I kind of knew but didn't really do anything about it because I didn't know what it was and I kind of got to university so it would have been about four years ago when I met someone who was trans and kind of they were talking about their experience their journey and it suddenly was like a light bulb moment when I was like that's me because I thought the feelings that I was having was just kind of normal teenage feelings and kind of just kind of brushed them off. And it was only when I talked to someone else who was transgender, that I realized that these feelings weren't just feelings that anybody has. It's kind of, it's called gender dysphoria. It has like an actual name, like a medical term. And it was only then when I was like, whoa. So from then, I went to my GP and I was like, hi, I think I'm trans. What can I do? And so um, they referred me to a clinic. So there's around the UK and around the world, really, there's specific clinics that transgender people will go to to talk to doctors, psychologists, and kind of gain access to hormones, medication, surgery, counselling, and stuff like that. Um, There's this kind of misconception that as soon as you kind of come out as trans, that then suddenly you gain access to everything, that you have suddenly be able to have surgeries, have hormones, be able to magically tick boxes. And that's not the case. So I was referred to the clinic two years ago, and I've yet to have my first appointment, which is frustrating, but this is kind of the case across the UK as it stands. Most people have to wait at least two and a half, three years to see someone. So if you were to tell someone...
0: Explore that just a little bit more. So obviously you've, people think that it's just a tick box exercise and they just think, well, okay, I've now, uh, I'm, this, is, this is me. I've now um, discovered who I am um, and I'm going to now become who, I'm, who I was born to be, essentially. Yeah. But it's on hold because it's not as easy as clicking a finger, signing, signing on the dotted line and bish, bash, bosh, there you go. Um, it's, it's a bit more of a struggle than that. So just go, if, if we can just explore that a little bit more and just tell, like, just tell the people at home that actually what that struggle is like.
1: Oh, it, it's frustrating. And at times I often think to myself, why did I not go to GP earlier? Why did I not realize earlier? In the hope that I would be further on kind of in my journey for say. So it is frustrating, especially because I haven't been able to gain access to any hormones, kind of anything like that. I've done what's called socially transition. So that means coming out to like friends and family, changing my name legally, kind of obtaining new driving license, passports, stuff like that, cutting my hair, kind of dressing more masculine and kind of telling like kind of living as a man. But anything kind of from the medical side of things is very much a waiting game and it's not something well you could go private but even that's kind of being kind of slowly reduced and it costs a lot. And so it's mostly frustrating because I physically don't look any different than I do two years ago. But mentally and kind of how I see myself is very different. I kind of when I started university I was a lesbian who was and now I'm a gay man with a boyfriend. I think a lot in like four years. Except I have nothing really felt that.
0: Mm.
1: and it's just people kind of presume and kind of be like oh yeah so when will we start testosterone when will you be getting surgery stuff like that and it's kind of gut-wrenching to turn around and go I don't know I don't know when I'm gonna be able to look in the mirror and be like that's me it's kind of frustrating because everyone kind of around me and like friends and family all see me as Max, all kind of know me for who I am, except when I go into the outside world, go shopping, it's all like, oh, hi, lovely. So the ladies is over there. And I'm like, that's fine, but that's not where I'm heading. And it's, it's a lot of smile and wave. It's a lot of, yeah, yeah, because I know it's not intentional. And I know that they're not doing it purposefully. But it's kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of just trying to kind of not break down and just cry. That's really just, hard. Yeah.
0: it. I, I, I genuinely couldn't imagine like what what that would be like. And, you know, thank you so much for being like, so open and honest and, um, you know, just with with everybody as well, especially on this platform, and um, I mean, essentially, you've got this waiting list, but then you've also got like the government, if you will, that are putting a stop on or like pressing pause on your life, and obviously other people's lives as well. Like where you know whether they are transitioning from uh, male to female or female to male, there's this whole waiting game where you you can't be. That person or who you have in your mind of who you're going to be. Um how do you have an idea of obviously what like what the what, what you would want to look like or like what how does it how yeah. how is that all that? Yeah. So like, how does it yeah, so
1: like Snapchat, had this filter where you could put like a beard on and I would just put that on and be like ooh, look, I've got a beard and I kind of look at different pictures and stuff and know that that's what I kind of want to look like and kind of envision how I kind of my future almost and kind of don't know I kind of just Try and predict what my life will be like and how I will look, and the day when I don't have to. Kind of. The day when I don't have to like worry about going to like the main toilets and people being like, "You're not meant to be there." Yeah. And stuff like that.
0: Um. Tracy Tracy's left a comment and. Then like, and then- uh, sorry Uh, yeah so Tracy Tracy's left a comment saying I can't believe how long you have to wait and obviously I'm I'm pretty sure that everybody watching um, will obviously echo that response as well it is a completely ridiculous and almost it is actually it's, it's an unacceptable amount of time for to put a pause on someone's life and you know we all think that you know just things happen within our lives and we think oh let's put a hold on that now and Then we're like, oh, you know, woe is me because my holiday's been cancelled and my my whole holiday's put on hold and whatever. But actually there's people out there where the, the actual lives have been put on hold. I mean, do you feel like your life has been put on hold? Or are you, like, coming to terms with the fact that, you know, it is on hold and obviously you're just doing what you can do? Like, how does that feel? It does feel like my life is
1: on hold because I've done everything I can do from kind of my side of it. But by this point, I kind of have stopped counting the days because I don't know when my first appointment will be. I don't know when I'll be able to access hormones. Like, I don't know when that will be. So there's no point kind of counting the days when there's nothing to count towards. It's just yeah. kind of knowing that one day in the future... I will start to on one day i'll be able to get top surgery but when that will be i kind of have to hope come sooner rather than later
0: yeah um so obviously you were talking about the fact that you know people um miss misgender you um so Obviously, gender is is a topic that's that's out there a a lot more than it ever has been before. Um, You know, now in 2020, a lot more people are talking about it and a lot more people are open and honest about that conversation. Well, how, how do you think we should talk about gender identity?
1: I think talking about gender identity should just be kind of an open conversation. Everyone has their own gender identity, whether it is male or female, whether it's within the non-binary where it's in the trans kind of umbrella of stuff so everyone has a gender identity so it's not just like this secret thing that gets hidden everyone has one and kind of being able to talk to other people about theirs is just like a conversation you can just have a, with a group it would be like so oh, hi it can just be as simple as asking what are your preferred pronouns or what are your pronouns because from that you can kind of help support someone's gender identity you can kind of it's like a little thing that when you talk about them kind of affirms who they are
0: i think um because we we had a conversation last night we were just having like a bit of a a a mini interview if you it was just more of like a chat just to show obviously what like how all this works and all that lot. and uh one of the one of the questions obviously i posed to you because this is the thing guys so Obviously, I don't claim to know everything. And obviously, we're, gonna, we're all going to trip up. We're all going to make mistakes. And it's, that's, just a, that's just a part of life. What we need to do is that we need to trip up. We need to ask those questions. We need to not feel too cautious about stuff. So I, I posed you a question, Max, last night, and I didn't know. I, it took me a while to actually ask it. And it shouldn't have taken me that long to ask it. And now, like, obviously, with you saying that, you know, you should just do it like this. It's, it should just it be a normal conversation. So I, the, one of the questions I asked you last night was, what is, what is your preferred pronoun? And it took me uh, far too long to actually ask that question because I was like, so I've got a question. I'm not really sure how to ask it. Da, 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 da. And it's, it's one of those. And, and it shouldn't be that hard. It, it should just be an open conversation because bottom line is, is that you get you are getting to know somebody. So um, when it comes to gender and pronouns and things like that, obviously, you've got your stamps. But what would you say to other people at home? So what would you what would you say, like, is the best way to kind of approach these questions if you've got them? Um, and, you know, what's what's right and what's wrong and where where does that line end or does it is it blurred
1: or what? when it comes to pronouns like different people have different like kind of things So i think kind of the overruling thing is if you don't know ask like if you're meeting someone new for the first time and you would ask them so oh what you old then you can go oh and what are your pronouns because people don't mind like whether you're trans or whether you're not, not. if you if i started calling you marcus so Marcus is over here and she's um, doing this Facebook live with me today. It kind of disrespects who you are. So kind of just being like, so yeah, hi. So I'm Max, you're Marcus. And so I use he, him pronouns. You're like, oh, that's great. So do I, it kind of, is just a simple thing that takes like 10 seconds. If you don't know, and maybe you are kind of unsure, they then is always just a great one to kind of refer to, especially if it's someone that you maybe aren't going to interact with again. Maybe someone who just kind of having a small interaction. So like it could be like someone you're working with, you're not entirely sure. So it could be like, so I'm working with Max. They're over there and you can talk to them if you want. And like, it doesn't sound incorrect. It sounds perfectly normal. Some people have the view that it's like not grammatically correct, and that it doesn't work when it does, because if you don't know if someone's male, female, non-binary, whatever, they then work perfectly great.
0: Yeah, them, they, their. It's you know, it's part of the English language. <laughs> obviously, it makes sense. it's you know, it's gram- grammatically correct. Um, one of the other questions, obviously, that I've got is uh, obviously. Whilst, you're, whilst we've got you and obviously getting that information out there for anybody who may want to, to know it. So obviously we, we're we'll talking about us, we're talking about how we can be more receptive and how, you know, how we can have that conversation with, with somebody who I, I, I identifies as part of the LGBTQ plus community. Um, how do we get other people to be more open minded when it comes to LGBTQ people?
1: just that we're normal people we're not this magical unicorn although we like to think we are and we're not magical unicorns that's I mean I don't know about
0: you I'm Um, definitely a magical unicorn
1: (laughs) we we don't like just have glitter wherever we go we're kind of normal people we have normal jobs we live normal lives we're not really that much different to everyone else so kind of being more open towards kind of LGBT people. people is just to kind of treat them like every other person you know. Like they, it might be that you meet someone and they have a husband and they're a man. It might be that you meet someone who's a woman and she's got a wife, but it doesn't mean that any different to anyone else. It's kind of just being yeah. like, oh hi, and it's. I just see everyone as like.
0: On the same level, because they're a human. We are the human race. At the end of the day, um, yeah. you know, it, we are we are all in this together. We're in this for the long haul as well, and you know, we have to support each other. And I think that's the the, the main takeaway as well. And um, so going going back to obviously you um you and yourself and your journey and things like that um. Obviously you can relate this to, this question is perfect. It's obviously a way for you to answer it. So what kinds of things might a trans person go through when they begin to acknowledge their true gender identity?
1: People tend to go through a lot. Um, people kind of, once they maybe start questioning their gender identity or once maybe they kind of figure it out, it's a lot to process the same if someone kind of realises their sexuality. It, it's kind of something that maybe they hadn't thought of before and it's very different because you now perceive yourself in a slightly different way and the world might perceive you in a slightly different way. So it's kind of, it's a lot to take in. It can mean a lot of changes in terms of what you wear, what you dress, how people address you as, a new name, Kind of, it's it's different. You kind of develop within yourself because you're kind of finding more. You kind of learning more about yourself. It's kind of like a journey of kind of self exploration. You kind of learn more about who you are, really. Yeah, get comfortable with
0: that Um, Tracy's asked a question going back to the pronouns uh, I'll just bring that up so do you find older people are less likely to understand or use your chosen pronouns like a generation thing?
1: yes and no so like I before kind of I came out I was very much in the view of well younger people are gonna get it like that and they'll just switch automatically where kind of older generations so like my grandparents their friends and stuff like that it might take them a little bit longer but I found the opposite so like my grandparents kind of my older relatives were like okay that's fine and kind of like because I came out in like August time and so my birthday's in December and by that point I was getting cards and stuff from like all oh, my grandparents and stuff like you know, and we were like oh hi Max how are you yeah yeah and like, my dad would be like, oh, your grandma's been asking about you. And kind of, they were the ones that clicked straight away. And like, all my friends and family did that, really. There is a few older people who maybe are kind of set in their ways, for say, and kind of are like, well, I've known you as this name, so you will always be this name. <laughs> and it's like, okay, that's fine. But then I've had some friends at uni who, were very much like, no, we've, they'd only known me for a year, but were very much like, nope, we have known you for too long to change how we know you. You'll be forever to know this time, and she, her. And I was like, but my friends and family have known me for 20-odd years, which rather rapidly, and you've known me for one. So I think it's kind of equal across the board. It kind of just depends on the person and kind of their openness to it
0: um so i hope that answers your question tracy and guys you know if you've got if you've got questions this is the time to ask them and use this time to to ask like any questions and you know max has been brilliant like being completely open and willing to talk about this So if you've got any questions or you know if you're unsure about something then please pop a comment and we can go through it and obviously we were talking uh briefly about obviously the, your experience of uh, you know what it's like for somebody to go through that and obviously you touched on you know it doesn't matter who they are it's, it's just like coming out if you will and you know i i've uh, i'm part of the lgbtq plus community i had to come out it's one of those things it's it's coming to terms with your identity and it is it's a journey that you go through and i went through a bit of a journey to get there um, and, it was, you know, there was plenty of highs and there were plenty of, plenty of lows. And, you know, it and it does, it, it's that fear that your whole life is changing. And obviously for the trans community, then your life literally changes. Like, I, I know that, you know, anybody that, that across the LGBTQ people spectrum, um, I know that obviously their whole life changes when, you know, the moment that they come out. Because it's, from my experience, it was basically like I was breathing again. Like, I've gone through so long not being who I was and holding my breath, if you will, because I was scared to breathe just in case somebody didn't like the things that I said or the things that I did or how I acted. Um, and the moment that I came to terms with who I was and um, where I was going in life and who I wanted to be with and all that, lot, when, when I first started telling people, a massive weight just got lifted from my shoulders. And it was just that relief that, do you know what? This is actually not that bad. And you've got those people that support you. But unfortunately there are people out there that they do come out or they do come to terms with their their identity and who they are and who they're going to be. And it is unfortunate that we have uh, still to this day, people uh, who are abandoned by their friends and their family. And, you know, with that in mind, because obviously there are people out there that um, are abandoned and in a very dark place and things like that, what would, what would be a message that you would give to those those people?
1: I would say if someone is in that place where they kind of come out and they just don't feel supported, that there is, there is support out there. Like when you join like the LGBTQ plus community, I found that I've joined, like, my own little family of people who know how I feel and kind of understand that. So it can feel like and it can be very dark and you find yourself wondering what if I could just be, like, normal, kind of. But there's always kind of, and it sounds, like, really cliche, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. It can be hard and, like, I've come out to people and they've been a bit iffy about it and they've been like, hmm, is it just like a phase? Is it just kind of a thing? But they've kind of gone down the line and been like perfectly fine with me now. I've got a friend who, when he told his dad that he was gay, he was like, right, yeah, mm, no, I don't think so. But now he's like, oh, how are you? How's your boyfriend? And kind of everything like that. And he's really open to it now, and he's like, oh, I want to come to you, uh, a pride with you. So, like, people can change, especially when you kind of are telling people that have known you for a while. It can be surprising to them, and it might not be something they expected. So they kind of have to have time to kind of take it in and kind of wrap their head around it as much as you do. Um.
0: Yeah, so obviously you touched on you touched on uh, obviously your friend and uh, he, like his experience in going to like his dad asking obviously saying oh I want to come to a pride with you. So let's 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 get on to Pride. So uh, have have you been to a Pride? Yeah. did you go to did you go to Pride um uh, you know Max did Max go to Pride or has it been a, a journey for, you know,
1: Throughout. It's been a journey throughout. So I went to pride before I'd come out as trans. I've been to multiple more prides since coming out as trans because I felt a lot more comfortable and I was like, I get to have a massive flag. Look at <laughs> um, but it was kind of like a journey because when I first went, I was very much like shy, just kind of stood on the side at like Manchester Pride, being like, There's people going past. We were really happy and I want to be like that one day. And then like with I've been lucky enough to be like part to take part in Pride. So I took part in Lancaster Pride. I had the opportunity to take part in Manchester Pride.
0: Wow. So,
1: so I kind of found myself being like I've suddenly become that person walking around kind of as almost like a I think I'm really big like a little beacon of hope, being like <laughs> look.
0: <laughs> it gets better.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. And yeah, I, 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 I completely get that. Uh, like, so I've, um, believe it or not, I am at the age of 32. I'm turning 33 on Saturday. I think. Yeah. I'm 33 on Saturday. I always forget my age. I always, I'm forever 30. Um, but yeah, I am 33 years of age on Saturday and I have never been to a pride. Um, I, I in fact, I, I tell a lie. I, been to preston pride um but it's it's not been like manchester pride or you know like the big ones and all that it's never been like that i've been to preston pride and that was because i was part of a community theater company um who was performing there um so i was part of i was part of pride i've never been actually at it and i always had when i was growing up um like say 20s and whatnot i always had this misconception that pride was just it was just ridiculous and i should why, why are you bothered about it, you know, just be who you are and blah, 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 kind of like how, um, you know, some people's mentality is, why do you need a pride? Like, that was my kind of vision. <laughs> that, vision. <laughs> <And> that, was, <laughs> that was kind of like my vision of pride, like growing up, that, oh, you don't need it, blah, blah, blah. And then as I got older, like, over the, especially over the last few years, you know, there's, there's a lot more about it, you know, We've got we've got the anniversaries coming up. We obviously got the the the, the Stormwall, obviously a huge huge thing. And you know, one of the major things about Stormwall is obviously we're seeing um, Black Lives Matter. So uh, Black Lives Matter at the moment is a huge 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 movement. And it, you know, it's people are like, oh no, but the riots and, and all this stuff. Well, where where do you think change comes from? Do you mean pride when it started uh, for Stormwall? Stormwall was the riots it was yeah it was mental there was you know people storming the streets there were riots that's where change comes from um but yeah so learning obviously about the history of pride and all that lot now i have a bit more of an understanding and and it's something that i actually actively want to be more involved with and i was going to be very like very much involved with preston pride 2020 however covid came along and ruined the plans for everybody and we're so with regards to COVID, obviously ruin the plans. Uh, obviously June is Pride Month, but Pride Month, just because it's a month, doesn't mean Pride doesn't stop. You know, we, we always have to keep pushing. Um, and, you know, uh, learning about learning about Pride is, is one thing and obviously actively doing it is another. What, what were your plans for this year and what have you done, um, you know, in, in conjunction with Pride?
1: So kind of I am lucky enough lucky enough to be part of an amazing rugby team who are an inclusive rugby team, which means that I'm allowed to play for a men's team, which normally wouldn't happen um and so with part of that, I would have been out prize I would have been marching I would have been throwing massive inflatable rugby balls at people they're actually huge thanks um and just kind of just Celebrating I would have been running around with like my trans flag waving would have had like paint all over my face I have the best of them in the world Um, and Just kind of Celebrating who I am because it took me a long time to get to it. So I'm not suddenly gonna be like That's it. I've reached the destination stop now. Oh, that's fine. I was gonna I was gonna take my boyfriend to his first Pride He's never been to a Pride and it was going to be this very much a month of celebration, and then COVID came along, and we all have to stay indoors. <laughs> um, but it means that Pride has kind of gone virtual. So I've been on like a few like Zoom calls. with have like virtual Pride. We've had like virtual drag race. We've had like lip syncs. We've had like dress up competitions. I know that over the week last weekend there was like this virtual Pride that literally like hundreds of thousands of people across the world and like celebrities and stuff kind of joined in. in. I kind of, just because I've not, people can't go outside and show kind of who they are. It doesn't mean that that person has stopped being who they are. Like as you were saying, June is Pride Month, but it doesn't mean that like the other 11 months of the year were invisible. Mm-hmm. Like we, we just arrived at the 1st of June, just arrived with rainbow and sprinkles and then disappear. <laughs> When it comes to July, that's not what happens. We still exist <laughs> outside of that
0: month. I know some people will probably hope that, that that happens, that we all just disappear <laughs> uh, from from the first of July. But unfortunately, we're here to stay. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, even after COVID. So obviously, when it comes to twenty twenty one, and hopefully everything's now like then back on track. My obviously, my obvious urge for people who are watching at home who are a little bit interested in Pride or, 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 you know, if you want to be an ally or you are an ally or whatnot, Pride isn't just for LGBTQ people. The plus is there for everybody that identifies as everything in between and also for allies as well. Go along to a Pride and if you wanna learn more, ask, you know, ask the questions whilst at Pride because there'll be people there that will be open and honest, just like Max has been today, who will answer your questions. And, you know, the the movement doesn't stop. You know, we with Pride, it started, as I said, with Stormwall, and that was 51 years ago. It's now uh, uh, gone into Pride up and down the country throughout June and months after. I know Preston's is, like, in September. Um, but it goes up and down the country there are plenty of opportunities and there are plenty of people that you can speak to to gain more information and um, and from my perspective i would urge people to do that especially if you want to become an ally you know we, we've talked openly and honestly about you know pronouns and about uh, gender identity and where we go from there and you know how to be that person how to be approachable and um, how to be like how to get people to be open-minded and i think that leads me on to actually my next question, which is why I stopped myself. <laughs> um, so we want we want people to be more approachable. So Max, how do you, how do people make themselves more approachable to people who are part of the LGBTQ plus community?
1: I would say, just just be you, like. If you do have a question and you are genuinely like interested in kind of knowing something ask like be like an active ally like if you do see someone kind of being challenged about their gender just kind of stand there beside them and be like it's none of your business to know what's in their pants like i have underpants in my pants but that's kind of It really, like, to be more approachable, just kind of be open-minded. People will have different, like, opinions and views and stuff, and that's okay. Like, you're going to meet people who think slightly differently to you, but it doesn't make them any less right.
0: We all meet people, like, throughout our lives that, you know, we, we don't like. And, it, you know, we, don't, we, we can't really put our finger on it, but there's something about somebody that you just think, no, I don't really like you. Um, but, the same, like, you know, that goes across this, the whole LGBTQ plus spectrum. You know, there will be people. We're not expecting everybody to just suddenly, everybody in the world, all the billions of people in the world, to suddenly wake up one day and go, you know what? I am fine with everything, because that's not going to happen. What we need are allies. And, you know, being, as you said, an active ally, that's what's important. Uh, and an active ally isn't parading the streets, for, you know, throwing glitter and waving the flag. Being an ally is le- learning our history, learning things like, proactively, asking those questions and, you know, challenging people when they say things, for instance, over social media. Social media is a massive uh, influence uh, on our lives. You know, it's taken over the world. And it's how we stay connected and we'll always find that there'll be trolls online that will say these things. And being an ally will just be that stepping forward and supporting us and supporting that, that cause as well. Um, is there anything that we've not talked about that you would like to, to go through? I could literally talk about travel stuff for hours,
1: but I don't think everyone wants to listen to my voice much longer. Um, (laughs) I think kind of just being aware about kind of trans stuff like I found this figure that was like only 16% of people actually know someone who's trans and kind of the 84% kind of Everything they get comes from t v and film and media, and kind of it's always a thing don't always trust everything you see on t v that's the save trans people. how we're seen on like t v film media newspaper isn't always how we are in real life like we're not scary monsters that kind of just crawl around everywhere we're We're nice people i, I think I like to think we're nice people. <laughs> kind of um, just not always you might see a newspaper article that's like trans person does this and you're like yeah but other people also do this but so it doesn't really make it news
0: Cat uh, has said uh, it's been really positive getting to listen to you both uh, thanks Max and Marcus thank you Cat. thanks done. for your lovely comment and um, and, yeah, so what would be a message that you would like to have people take away from today? So people sat at home watching watching this show for the very first time. They've never known anything about the trans community, knows very, very little about LGBTQ+. In fact, what's just a message for everybody out there? Because you know what? We're all in the same boat. We're all doing this together. What? What's a message that you would love to, love people to take away from this shot today?
1: So be nice to each other. Like, especially with like this COVID-19 thing, we've all suddenly been stuck indoors and social media has become the main thing which everyone's interacting with. Like, going on Facebook and like stuff like that. And it's just be nice to each other. You might not know that person, you might not know what they've gone through but be nice like it's important it's nice if you do have a role it's nice to be important and it's nice to kind of have that kind of stand but most importantly it's important to be nice to people like it's something that like my granddad said that my dad has passed down to me and like now I say it to kind of people I meet which is it's nice to be important but it's much more important to be nice like it's something I told you last night Marcus and like I'm pretty sure you're about to put a thing up on the screen um, I am
0: indeed there we go <laughs>
1: like um, it's just just general manners and just being nice to people it goes a long way like whether they are part of the community whether it's just someone you meet in a shop whether it's someone you have at work you meet on the bus you your neighbour who's walking their dog, just be nice to them because you don't know what they might be doing, but you just be nice because everyone likes a nice smile every so often.
0: I think it's an absolutely amazing message to have. It's nice to be important, but it's important to be nice. So thank you, grandad, and thank you, dad, for passing that down, and thank you, Max, for obviously sharing uh, sharing that quote with us as well. Uh, guys, it is super important to be nice. You know, you, you've got to be kind to each other. Um, so please let that be the message that we that we take away from today. Um just before we start doing the wrap up, uh, Bev has commented saying you seem very nice to me. There you go, Max. Uh, and then know. Trace, sorry,
1: I am nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you are, you are. Max is very, very nice, Bev. Um, and then Tracy has left a really really nice comment as well. Um, we need more of this type of open chat. The knowledge I have is from TV shows and films, which isn't a true representation. Thank you to you both. And do you know what? That, that comment is absolutely spot on. So as I said, I am uh, you know also part of the LGBTQ plus community, and the representation that that you know as as a gay man that, that is out there uh, on TV and in film. You know, it, it's very stereotypical. It's very oh hey, blah, blah, and then like oh I'm fabulous, and wearing all the fabulous clothing and all that. Blah, blah. I mean, you know, don't look in my wardrobe because you know I do have that as a stereotype. But uh, you know, there, there are plenty of stereotypes out there, and I think you know, Tracy, you, you you hit the nail on the head with that. That not not all TV shows and films are a, a, a short a true reflection of um, you know the the world out there. Um, and I'm sure, obviously, that you, that, you know, I mean, you said it yourself before, actually, didn't you? That, you know, TV and film is completely different. Um, so we are going to wrap up the show. Um, Max, uh, Max, thank you so, 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 so much for being on the show. Um, and okay. it's been an absolute Pleasure to have you on there. The comments are literally rolling through. Uh, we've got Catherine, uh, Max, one of the nicest people I know. Uh, we have Billy. Billy says, Thank you for sharing your story. We have Julie. Uh, thank you so much for sharing your story. And Jenna, uh, thank you guys. Uh, th- there's so many comments coming in, guys. Thank you so much for all your comments. And again, thank you so much, Max, for for joining us today. And, you know, sharing your stories It's not an easy story to share. And, you know, sometimes when I look back in my life and think about, you know, me growing up and coming to terms and all that, like, I still get emotional about it. You know, I still find it hard sometimes. So I do, I, you're, I completely admire the way that you've come onto the show and you have shared your story and shared your experiences, you know. And I'm, I'm really so 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 grateful and a hundred percent we have definitely linked in the four pillars of um the the our, our spillage show which is to connect each other which obviously everybody we've connected to everybody that's been in these comments and watching the show we've inspired uh hopefully we've inspired you guys so you know please leave us a comment if we have inspired you or if max has just inspired you maybe i haven't inspired you but max has well, please, leave. please leave that comment um you know they teach so we we have we have taught people you know you've taught people you've you know you've taught people to be nice and how important it is to be nice and not to take tv and film as a representation uh, as a true reflection of who who you are and who we are as people and i've been learning myself you know I, i'm not hiding anything you know i'm completely open to to these conversations because there's a lot of things that I don't understand. And, you know, I've learned so much. I'm sure that you've learned so much as well just like, by doing this. And um, so, yeah, so thank you so much. And um, next week, guys, we have uh, so next week's show, we have uh, the lovely Kathy Thompson Evans coming onto the show, a uh, dear good friend of mine who will be talking about uh, the Kids for Kids community theatre company where they raise money for a local child within the area, all to do with community, charity and children. Uh, so she will be coming onto the show with me to spill some tea about kids for kids next week. Remember guys, well if you have enjoyed the show, please give a like and a follow. Please share this as well uh, afterwards. Um, the, the live stays available for people to watch outside of the the, the the actual live. So please share it and please tag some friends and also invite people to the spill it community. We're a friendly bunch. I say we, it's me. Uh, So I'm a friendly guy and I'm open for people. You can see my banner at the bottom as well. If you'd like to appear on my show, all you have to do is get in touch. Please follow my page at www.facebook.com forward slash spilling it. Get in touch. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. If you've got a hobby uh, of knitting, Get in touch. Let me know and we'll talk about it and we will spill that tea. So once again, guys, thank you so much for getting in touch. Uh, thank you for all the comments. Thank you for um, everything. I mean, we've, we've still got comments coming through. We. We've got uh, Lisa saying, well done, Max. We've got Tracy that says that she uh, she feels all four of the Connect, Inspired, Learn and Teach. And then we've also got Sean Jackson saying, thanks, Max. Go Typhoons. Uh, Typhoons is obviously your your rugby team, isn't it? Uh, If you'd like to give a quick message to the rugby guys that are watching um, and uh, also just before we go, if you'd like to give a quick message to the rugby guys and obviously tell people where to find the rugby team who is so inclusive.
1: Um, so, the Typhoons are based in around Preston area, so I don't know if anyone's from around there, people from all over the UK, um, and we're an inclusive rugby team, so they're a great bunch of people. You don't have to be a man, you don't have to be trans to be part of the team. We, have every, we, will, we will take anybody, that's kind of what we're about. We'll literally take anyone, and we're just a good group of people who occasionally like to play rugby. Every so often, when we're allowed to, when there's no global pandemic.
0: Yeah, uh, and they're on Facebook, aren't they?
1: Yeah, they're on Facebook. So, if you want to contact them, typhoons are with you. No, typhoons are rugby football. Put typhoons rugby in, and it will probably come up.
0: <laughs> I will. What I will do is I'll search for a link. And I'll post that into the link uh, for, the, for anybody um, who wants to obviously get in touch with them as well. Uh, as a final message, we go back to Max's quote. Uh, as we say goodbye, it's nice to be important, uh, but it's important to be nice. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Thank you once again, Max, for uh, joining and being so open and honest and inspiring a hell of a lot of us. So thank you so much, guys. Uh, and I will speak to you all next week. Bye.